I love a good question. Are you willing to take the oath? I think that must have been the question of yesterday. What a moment when the world went silent, held its breath, 2,300 people in the Abbey watching, 10.4 million in homes or with neighbours, 1.5 million in pubs or outside spaces, 277 million watching the world as it watched King Charles. Or another question that was here yesterday put to our Phoebe and our Charles. Um, do you, Charles, take Phoebe to be your lawful wedded wife? These questions that frame our thinking and our understanding. They're dramatic, aren't they? Are questions dramatic? Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou? Romeo or Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky come to mind. Well, they're straightforward. This morning, where did I put my bag? <laughs> I wonder what question you have been asked that was the most significant. I wonder what question you would put to somebody. I was asked very memorably if I was a Christian, and I tell you, that got me thinking. So this monumental thing that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, comes about because Thomas asks one question, and then Philip asks another. So it's been a very upsetting time for the disciples. Jesus has come to Jerusalem on a donkey. They're eating a meal together in an upper room. Jesus has just washed his disciples' feet, and now he's telling them that Judas will betray him. Then Judas leaves by stealth. Jesus says not only is he about to die, but then that Peter will deny all knowledge of him. So it's into this scenario that Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God, trust also in me. He's speaking right into some incredibly anxious hearts. Trust in God, trust also in me. And you know where I'm going, Jesus said. Well, it's almost as if Thomas interrupts him with this question. I can hear him blurting it out. No, we don't know, Lord, Thomas says. This is from the New Living Version. We have no idea where you're going, so how can we know the way? So you can almost hear the exasperation in his voice. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would know who my father is. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. Well, thank goodness for Thomas, doubting Thomas, we call him. It makes me feel less shabby when I approach God with question after question after question. And then it's Philip's turn. It was his feast day on Wednesday, by the way, if anyone follows the feast days of the saints. So it's very fitting that we're looking at his question this morning. Lord, show us the Father. This will be enough for us. The answer, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Well, it sounds like a riddle. It's getting more and more complicated, and we just don't really know where it's going. But really, this is the very essence of the whole passage, whether Jesus is talking about rooms in his Father's house, or the way, the truth, the life, or indeed at the end that we can ask for anything in Jesus' name. 
It's all about Jesus pointing to the Father. Jesus is showing us God the Father. He is the signpost that points us to God. It answers our deepest question, where are you, God? Where are you, God, in this world today? This is a walk I do almost every day if I can. I completely love it. It's the bottom of St. Catherine's Hill, and I often look at this signpost and think, which way today, Lord? And so hence the signpost, which way today, Lord? Uh, We're going to look at I am. I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. So we're talking pilgrimage this morning in essence. We're talking a pilgrimage towards God. Maybe you've done one to Lindisfarne or the the Holy Land or I don't know, there's the Pilgrim's Way, isn't there, in Dorset. Maybe you've done that. Maybe you could do that. So take some time out to think. So I'm going to break it down into I am, I am the way, and then I am the truth and the life. So I am what we, I am, incredible claim, the claim that ultimately got Jesus crucified. And this is the claim, the I am, this is the I am of the burning bush. So we're going to whip back into Exodus 3 for a moment. So God says to Moses, I am who I am. And this is what you're to say to the Israelites, I am has sent me. So the, that I am is this I am. So the translation and the I am that John uses in his gospel is the same I am. So at this point, Moses has taken his sandals off because he's on holy ground. His face is covered because he's afraid to look at God. Amazing, isn't it, that Moses couldn't look at God and yet the disciples are talking to Jesus' face, Jesus the way to God. And yet, ironically, they also have their sandals off. But this time, Jesus has washed their feet. They're on a different kind of holy ground. I am the way. I am the way. It just sounds so unbelievable. Is it, is it arrogance? Is it, is it truth? The way is what the, the early Christians called themselves. The, the Christianity only came in with Ignatius of Antioch in about 100 AD. So the very, very first followers of Jesus called themselves the way. This phrase was so important to them. It was everything that they called themselves the way. And yet this claim is crazily audacious. C.S. Lewis says when examining Christ's claims at a a different point, a man who is merely a man and said the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He'd either be on a level with a man who says he's a poached egg or he'd be the devil of hell. So you must make your choice. Either this man was and is the son of God or something worse. So... We make our choice. Jesus says, I am the way. If you want to come to the Father's house, come with me. Take Jesus on your pilgrimage. I am the truth and the life. So Jesus is talking here about God's kingdom. Tom Wright says he was doing it in order to explain what he was doing and what he would accomplish 
The Jesus who washed his disciples' feet and told them to copy his example. This is the Jesus who is on his way to give his life as the shepherd for his sheep. Life, life, eternal life, but also life now. We can pull down the kingdom of heaven into everyday life because the bonds of death have been shattered. Jesus was crucified for this. I am who you say I am. Yet through his death comes life. He is the fulfillment of these prophecies. I am the resurrection and the life. Life in all its fullness. Eternal life. Death defeated. Hope. All the time. Jesus pointing to the Father. So this metaphrase, I am the way, the truth, and the life, is bookended by these other passages that are so difficult to get our heads around. Anyway, I'm thankful for Brian, who helps me endlessly. Please do come and talk to, to one of us. If, I mean, the, the more I study, the more questions I have. So we're all here to try and shed a little bit of light on your questions. And yet... It is through following Jesus to the Father that we begin to find answers. So the challenge is to hold our nerve and to follow Jesus, and only then will our questions start to get answer. Okay, so I've got a question for you today that I'm going to ask you to pop in your pocket and take with you whatever you're doing, whether you're going to Bluebell Woods uh, or, or on another journey, or you're heading on a bigger journey later this year. <clears throat> so in the message version of this passage, it calls it, the, the title of the passage is called The Road. So I want you to picture a road in your mind's eye. Could be the Mal yesterday. Could be a big straight road across a desert. It could be high mountain pass, could be snake pass. So here's the question for your pocket. Where are you looking to find your way? Where are you looking to find your way? I'm endlessly grateful for sat-nav and ways. Even as a geographer, I get hopelessly lost. Poor Gabriel, my son, is on a DV expedition. Yes, through the rain yesterday. He has got a compass and a map. <laughs> If you're a sailor, you've got the stars. So where do you look to find the way? The psalmist says, your word is a lamp to my feet, a light on my path. Fix your eyes on Jesus, it says in Hebrews. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race we're in. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed because he never lost sight of where he is headed. How are you going to find your way? And what are you looking at? In one of the latest Marvel films, Shang-Chi, the unlikely heroine Katie is told as she's learning to shoot um, an arrow from a bow, if you don't aim for something, you can never hit it. King Charles reigns over one kingdom, and right at the coronation, right at the start of the service, he said, I am here to serve, to serve the people and to serve the King of Kings, King Jesus. 
on a journey towards King Jesus. Let's make our way towards King Jesus. So I'm just going to end with a very simple prayer. Lord, we know you are the real king. We know you reign in heaven and on earth. Please show us the way to life right here, right now. Show us which voices to listen to, which nav to follow, which road to take. We thank you for your word lighting our way and for your spirit, the spirit of truth. Lead us to the Father. Lord, show us the way. Amen.